Zokte heilige mishnah of chesem at beis the bottom loyomer adam letabach shkoyli bediner basar a similar concept we had before you know how to tell a butcher to weigh for you a dinar worth of meat aval shoychet umechalik benami you could shecht and divide um, without setting prices he could divide it based on size or based on uh, assumptions without mentioning money. Say, hey, chayavid, if a guy doesn't want to buy an animal, what should you say? In surah they would say, a tarta and a palga tarta, that was the nusach, they would say for a certain amount of meat. These are different ways of referring to meat. Again, you don't want to mention the pre- you want to mention money, so Mela, you have to mention a random uh, amount, and then in, in different cities, they use this amount to know how much meat you wanted to have, and then you pay the person after Yom Tif. Bananas. Bananas, yeah. Very good. A person can tell his friend, fill me up a kli, but he should not use a measuring kli, because then he's giving a specific measurement, which is usr on Yom Tov. We're going to see in the Gemara what this is referring to. So just to give a kli, and then you'll evaluate afterwards how much it was worth, that's fine. But a measurement is a problem. Rabbi Yehuda says if it was a kli of a midah, you shouldn't fill it up. And we're going to see in a minute what's the machlaik of Sinabud and Cham. They both seem to say that a midah is a problem. There was a story with Abishal ben Batnist. He would fill up his midahs from Erev Yamtav in Aisnan, Lila Kuchais, Biyamtav. He would give them to the people that were buying. He would give it to them on Yamtav. He didn't want to fill it up on Yamtav. Abishal says, even on Chalamayid, he would set it up before because he would use a pre measured. Uh, uh, um, measuring measuring things. But we'll see in the Gemara what the svar is. Why in Chalamayid should you also pre-measure it? Why can't you just measure in Chalamayid? The, the, the Chacham say that the problem is when you sell a lot in those days they didn't have pre they didn't have they didn't sell in a package you poured. So sometimes you had stuff left over on the sides. And immediately you have to make sure everything comes out. So in the Chayel, he used to pre-measure it, so he doesn't have to sit there waiting for everything to drip out. He was very mad, but on Gezel, he didn't want to leave something over on the walls of the Kli. So Mela, he was very mad, but to pre-measure it before the uh, people came. So Bekitza Tashayla, did he do it only on Yom Tov, do it on Chalamayin, or in the Chamsa, he did it even during the week. What does the Mishnah mean? You should not use a midah. You should not use a kli that is meant for measuring. Now you should not use a measuring cup to do this measurement. Let's say you have a measuring cup that was never used for measurement, but it is, it's, it's, it's up next. After your measuring cup breaks, this is your fill-in measuring cup. So that's called a kli. Since it's not a measuring cup yet, the, he, the Rabbi Huda Meshmul explains in the Cham Shita that you're allowed to use it. So basically a kli that was used already for measuring you can't use, not on Yom Tev, but a kli that is only aimed to be used to measuring that you can use. Rabbi Huda came to say, Rabbi Huda is being machmed, even a kli that is aimed lamida, it's not measured yet, but it's going to be meant to be used to measuring. Also, you shouldn't fill it up. Old Chav Tesman Aleph, 15 lines down. 
Alma Gabe Simchas Yamtiv, Rabbi Yehuda Lachomer Abban Lakula. You see by Simchas Yamtiv, Rabbi Yehuda is Machmer, and the Abban and Armeikel comes to Tzayich Yamtiv. Rabbi Yehuda is more Machmer. He says you can't even use a clay that wasn't used for measuring. We had in the Mishnah before, not like that. Rabbi Yehuda says you're allowed to weigh meat, and you put on the other side of the scale a clay or a, or a knife. Uh, a hatchet. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda holds you could use a kli. And the Chum said before, you know how to use a measure. You know how to use a, a scale at all, right? So the comes out. Rabbi Yehuda is more mach, more mekel than the Chum. Rabbi Yehuda lekula for Abban and the The Gemara is assuming it's all one sugya. If you're mekel, you're mekel. If you're machmer, you're machmer. Kash Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda. Kash Rabban and Rabbanan. So to my Rabbi Yehuda, but like kash hasam mishein oim elamida. Over there, you're using a kli. It's not the tzarech, it's not the derech to use a kli. In Mela, we're mekel. But over here, you're using a measure, something that's meant to eventually measure with. There, Abihu, there's more machmir. Because it looks like you're using something that's measuring. It looks like uvda dechayel. Mela, Abihu, there's more machmir. Tirabana, Dabana, Namela, Kasha, so Dabana also not a stira. Hasam ka'avid kida'avdim b'chayel. The chum hold that if you're going to use a kli on your scale, sometimes people, when they get stuck, they use a kli on their scale during the week too. So male is like the chamim. Over there you're doing like you do during the week. So male, we're not going to allow you to do it. But over here, when you're using a measuring that you never used before, so that you, normally you don't use this measuring cup. It was, it's, on, it's on deck. It's not meant to be used yet. So male there, the chum say it's not considered of the dechayel. At a male it's mata. This is Rabbi Yehuda Omar Shmuel's pshat in the Mishnah. You can use a kli According to the Chum, you could use a kli that's oimid lamida, but you cannot use a kli that you're actually measuring with. That's how he explains. Rava explains when the Mishnah says avalay it means you shouldn't mention mida at all. Aval kli hamiyuched lamida yimalado. There's nothing wrong with using a kli that is miyuched lamida as long, even even a measuring cup, as long as you don't mention. Anything about kalim, the Allah is your anything about measurement, the Allah is you're allowed to use it. You could use according to the Kham, you could use even a regular measuring cup as long as you don't talk about the measurement. He holds even to use a measuring cup you shouldn't use. But the, according to this, the machlaikas is in a kli that is meant for measuring. And the Gemara asks the same kasha. You can't use a measuring cup. And the Chumbal, you could. We have a, the opposite we said before. The Tanah B'yudah Aymer. Sheikh Allah, the Basa, can I get a clue? Can I get a kaifet? The B'yudah says you could weigh meat and use in the scale a kli or a hatchet. The Chum say you know how to use a scale at all. Over there, using a kli on your scale, not a normal thing to do, so that's not their chayl, so therefore it's mutter. Over here, you're using something that is meant for measurement, using a kli, it's meant to be measured, over there, when you're using a kli, you use the way you, you you're doing the way you usually do because sometimes people use kalim on the scale over here, even if you're using a measuring cup, it is not the normal way you do in the chayel. Why? 
Very interesting. People used to use, we are holding seven lines up on the bottom, people used to use sometimes measuring cups to drink wine, and it wasn't only to measure. So sometimes a person would take a cup of wine in a measuring cup. So if you see a storekeeper using a measuring cup, it is not necessarily considered uvda de chayel. That's the chum svar, and therefore the chum hold that it's mutter. So that's the machlaikis. Are you allowed to use a measuring cup or not? According to Rava, is the machlaikis, Rabbanan and Abihuda, and it has no shaykhis to the Gemara before. The Gemara says, Abishob and Batnus used to measure before Chalamai, before Yamtif for, for Chalamai. Tana Af and Mayad Asakain, Aisakain, he would do this, he would pre measure even for Chalamai. What does a person do? On Chalamai, you learn Taya. Samela, he doesn't want to waste time on Chalamai to make measuring. Samela, he would measure, he would pre measure before Chalamai. To make sure, even those extra few seconds that it takes to measure, he didn't want to take that time, and therefore he did not measure. He measured everything before Chalamayid, and then he would just give it out of Chalamayid. Taner Abaran, who kanas shalish meyos garbiyayin mi beirui hamidus. He he collected at the end of his career, or at the end of a long amount of time, he, collect, he collected. 300 barrels of wine from Beirure Hamidus, which means, Rabbi Ash explains, when you pour wine, sometimes there's foam on top of the wine. So, Mela, when you pour the wine, you have, let's say, a 10-gallon tank, and you give everybody a quarter gallon. Every person, when you give them a quarter gallon, there's a little bit of foam that's in there. So when you finish giving out 10 gallons, you, you technically should be finished giving out 10 gallons of wine, but you end up with a little bit on the bottom because everyone got a little bit of foam, part of, part of what they bought was a little bit of foam in there, so mele, like contents may settle, what do they say? Contents may settle during packaging, so mele, they, everyone got a little foam, everyone got a little gypped, so therefore he didn't want to be nana from it himself, so he brought 300 barrels of wine to the, to the, uh, to, 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 he gathered together 300 barrels of wine, so that's wine, his friends, who also used to sell by oil, it's a different problem. By oil, the problem is it gets stuck on the side of the barrel, of the container. Oil is very thick, so it gets stuck on the side of the container when you're pouring it. So we're holding six lines up from the bottom. So by oil, if, you're, if you want to be mocked, but on this gezel problem, the issue is the oil that gets stuck to the sides of the kli. So he had th- his friends had 300 barrels of oil left over from these mitzi hamidis that in the end they ended up l'chayr was sim- seemingly cheating the buyers. He brought them in front of the gizbarim to Yerushalayim. He said to them, they told him, to be makbed on this, people are meichel on it, to to uh, be makbed on this, and immediately you're allowed to keep it, to, you know, you're allowed to keep it. But we don't want it. Lamaisa, we don't want it. Why don't we want it? What's wrong with it? So I would say, because it's a shtickle gezel, to shmek of gezel. Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says, we don't want to have hana from other people. That's what we don't want. What do you mean we don't have hana from other people? People have enough from other people all the time. If you pay for it, then it's something that's yours. But if you're getting it for free, then it's something that's not rich. Like a person that's a real Baal doesn't take things for free 
from other people. The Rebbe Shalom, loy li matnas wants to give it to you, you'll earn it. Now there's ways to earn it. A person can get a gift because you did someone a favor. Maybe that's a little bit of a different situation. But a person stamped to get free money Ever will be excited, Baruch Hashem. We made money on the side. Doesn't work like that. Ain't on the right, An amazing thing. It wasn't the Gezel. Gezel's a problem. Not a problem. The guy's Michael. The problem is we don't want to have Hana from other people in a way that we didn't earn it. That's not the way the Rabbanu sends us our Parnas. Gemara. So what should you do? Now you're being machmer. You want to return it to the Olam. Asumayem tzarchei rabim. Do tzarchei rabim. The tanya goes of any day. Let me gozel. Person stole and he doesn't know who he stole from. Yasabem tzarchei rabim. They should make. They should do tzarchei rabim with it. Do do things that help that benefit the tzibur. That would mine it. What do you do? I'm remchizda bayres sichon amaris. You dig bayres. You did sichon. You dig mayres. And then it will, it will benefit the rabim. And that's considered. You're able to pay back gezel. And always, but nowadays they have like a system. To be able to pay back people that are not sure how you... I don't know why Chazal didn't think of that. They have be machzik it for the guy. And it sounds a little funny. Chazal, he could have done that too. It's not something they arranged today. It wasn't, you don't need sophisticated science to figure that out. Why didn't Chazal do it, huh? Mark, well, no, I'm serious. It's not No, it's of Chazal. Chazal could have thought of that too. Apparently, the right way to do it is to pay back to do tzarechet But There's a reason why Chazal said it like that. And the Chai, maybe the guy won't have enough. Maybe the guy lives in Poughkeepsie and you're been big. You've been doing something in Lakewood. He'll never have enough. The answer is that there's an element called a tzibur. When you do something for the tzibur, you're paying. Everyone benefits when you're doing from the. Even if you never talk and never has enough, you're paying back the tzibur. Apparently, from Chazal, and they have to look into that concept. But apparently, from Chazal, a person stole from somebody. He doesn't know who he stole from. The way to do it is to pay back that zebra. And the Oymik probably is, if the situation is that you don't know who you stole from, so now it didn't become paying back Yenem. It came back paying an anonymous member of Klai Yisrael. When you have to pay back an anonymous member of Klai Yisrael, this is the way you do it. You pay back the zebra. That's what, that was Chazal's idea of how to do it. I don't know, there are hechsherim on it, but I just, it's interesting that Chazal didn't use that Eitzah. Chazal felt that this Eitzah was the best way to do it. Adbir Rav Chizdal Rav Nukva Vidarash, he led Rav Nukva and he dashed like this. La Yimdoidadim Sayyid, a person should have measured barley, the eating Lifne Behemte Biyamtiv, and put in front of his animal on Yamtiv, because you're not allowed to measure on Yamtiv. Aval Khaidir Hu Kavai Kabayim, you're allowed to take a container that holds a kavar or kabayim, stick it in to the kaidah means to make a hole. You stick it into the haystack. You, and you take a container of technically as a kavah, you're not measuring, you just, you're just shoveling out with a kavah kavayim. That's not a problem. As long as you're not specifically measuring, that's fine. A cook is allowed to measure spices. It's very important. Uh, your wife is cooking on Yom Tov. Are you allowed to measure spices on Yom Tov? The answer is absolutely yes. In order that Tavshu should come out, have good, shouldn't get burned. So Mela, you're allowed to put the right amount of spices into the Tavshul. And Isha's allowed to measure flour on Yomtiv. And put it into her dough. Even though a little bit more flour, a little bit less flour, shouldn't ruin the dough. So why is she allowed to measure it? Huh? Why? Apparently that's not the reason, because then the Gemara would have said it would have ruined the food. Mark is different, is it? So apparently spices ruin the food, but extra flour apparently doesn't ruin it, or I could put them not enough. 
Everybody knows Barak how much it is. But it's a little bit off, Lachayr wouldn't ruin it. But the issue is, Kedesh HaTitel, Chala Be'ayin Yafa. She should give Chala with an Ayin Yafa. She should know how much she has, because she just doesn't know how much she has. She always assumes she has less. So Mela, you make sure to measure it to show how much you have. That's the way it works. When you don't measure what the Rebbe Hashem gives you, you always assume you have less. You always assume life is terrible. When you start measuring and realize that life ain't that bad, so then you start taking a measuring cheshman, then you'll see life is Baruch Hashem. And Mela, that's all dependent on a person's attitude. If you measure that, you're allowed to do on Yom Tif. You can make a measurement on Yom Tif to see how you're holding in life. Zati Gemara Shmuel Amir Aser. But Shmuel says it's usher to do because he that's what he held. He held it's usher to do. I guess we assume you're going to do ayin yafa anyway, or ayin yafa is not a hetter to do it, even though spices is mutter, but flour is usher. mutter. in the yeshiva of Shmuel, they say over that it's mutter. Shmuel himself said usher. Shmuel says mutter. Shmuel halach alamaisa. Shmuel is saying that is Aser and therefore Shmuel holds it is Aser to measure flour even though there is an Eitzah of Ayin Yafe Shmuel says that is not a Heter and therefore Shmuel holds it is Aser to measure flour on Yom Tif double sift the flour sometimes he used to sift it twice to be able to make it very nice the Allah is you're not, you're not allowed to double sift flour that, that's what the, the Abadans say. They say you are allowed, it's not such a big tircha. And Amela, you're allowed to do it. Now, the reason why the Chamahod you're not allowed to is because you should have done it yesterday. Sifting is not something that you could, that you're, that you have to do on Yamtiv. You could have done it from Rav Yamtiv. But Abu Hudu and Maseir, they hold, and Abu Pais, they hold it's motor. It's not considered such a big tircha. And therefore, it's motor. You're not really doing life or anything. Vishavin, they both agree. If a rock or a piece of wood fell into the flower, then you're allowed to sift it again because that's something that happened today. That's something you didn't have an option to fix. So, Mela, you're allowed to do it on Yom Tif. Both of them agree you're allowed to do it on Yom Tif. Tani, Tana, Kamei, Ravina, ain't shayinim kemech b'yom tiv. Hatana said, in front of Ravina, you're not allowed to be shayinah. A kemech b'yom tiv, you're not allowed to double sift. Avol nafar, it's sorry, kisam, but if a rock or a piece of wood fell in, b'yirer b'yadai, you pull it out with your hands. That's the way you take it out. If you're telling me that you don't allow a person to be shayna, even if ain't shayna means even if there's a rock in there, even if there's a rock in there, he holds no. You know how to be shayna. What should you do is pull it out. He said, "What's the benefit of pulling it out? Pulling it out is also buyer." Manavshach, if you're asking the guy to do it because he should have done it yesterday, so this also he should have done yesterday. So apparently they they, they, they tied it to him. If you hold it's aser to be shayna, even if there's a rock in there, luchaya it should be aser even to pull it out. I think Mark says the Psak Tari Shava Baravuna Zuti Apischa Dinarda Shainin Kemach Biyamtiv. He says you're allowed to double sift Kemach on Yamtiv. Amalhu Rav Nachman Rav Nachman told him, Paika go out, the Imrulela Abba, tell Abba, Shikila Mutivusech Vishadi Achizri. Take your favors and throw them on the thorns. That's a uh a lotion that Chazal used when you know we're not you're not really benefiting us too much. They use this concept: take your favors and throw them on the thorns. Why? What? 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 what why? Why are you not doing us a favor? Rav Hunazuti came in. Rav 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 Hunazuti came in and said, "You're allowed to be shayna on Yamtiv." So he told him, "You're not doing us a favor." Why? Paik Chazi, go out and look. 
Go see how many people are sifting in Ahadah. Everybody knows it's Mutter. So Mela, you don't come say grace or Joshua that it's Mutter. We already know that it's Mutter. Again, the point of the Gemara is to reiterate that it should be Mutter. The wife of Rabbi Yosef, she used to uh, uh, sift flour on the back of the sifter. She used to do it with a shinoi. She didn't do it directly. She used to do it with a shinoi. He told her, Chazi, pay attention. I need a, a clean bread. If you're going to do it with a shinoi, it's not going to come out good. Kitzer, his point wasn't that he really needed clean bread. His point was that it's mutter to be mishana. You don't have to do a shinoi. You're allowed to, this is talking about double sifting. You're allowed to, you're allowed to sift a second time on Yom Tiv even without a shinoi. The wife of Ravashi, she sifted on the back of the table. Also, my wife is the daughter of Ravashi Barachama. Keep this in mind. Ravashi was married to Ravashi Barachama's daughter. Ravashi Barachama was very medactic in what he did. He was, a, he, was a, he was a person that was involved in every action that he did. If my wife wouldn't have seen it in her parents' house, she wouldn't have done it. So apparently, Rabbi Rechama held that you have to do it with a shinoi. So it seems to be a discussion. It looks like we Paskin seems to be you have to do it with a shinoi if you want to be shine, if you want to double sift, because Ravashi seems to end off that his, do- his wife saw it in her father's house. He was a Maradovda. He saw it in his father's house. And Amela, that's why he was, uh, he, he, was, he agreed with his wife that he should do it with a shinoi. Zok the Mishnah, again the same concept. A person could go to a chemini that he's ruggling. Give me a certain amount of eggs and a certain amount of walnuts, which is not considered a, it's not considered a way you do it during the week. It's very normal for a balabayas to calculate, to take a certain amount of eggs in his house. Bring me three eggs, bring me four eggs. So Mela, that's not considered a derechayel. And a Mela, it's mutter. So Mela, to, 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 do, to use a measuring, is considered derechayel. But to say an amount, the Mishnah says is mutter, because a balabayas does it in his house. You could go to a raya that you ruggle by him, your friends would invite him and tell him, give me one goat, one sheep, you go to the butcher, give me one arm, or one leg, you go to the person that's fatting the uh, animals or the birds, you tell him, give me a tire, or a small bird. Again, you're not, you're not saying measurements. You're allowed to go to the baker that you usually buy from. Give me a roll or a loaf of bread. To a storekeeper that you ruggle. Give me 20 eggs. And 50 walnuts. 10 peaches. And 5 uh, remind him the esrig echad and one esrig. An esrig is always one, and that's it's very interesting. Most fruit that grow on a tree, if you look at a tree, all the fruit are the same. How many you go to apples? I right? go to apple tree. So much of this, so much of a difference between this apple and that apple. I mean, there's different kinds of apples, but on the tree itself, they're all the same. And an esrig, 
Every single one is different. One's like this, one's twisted as a, one's like that, one's like that. It's not just that we pay attention to it. That's what an esrog is. An esrog is unique. It's one of the only fruits that's very unique, very identifiable, very, very unique. So here it's always esrog echad. It's one, he wants to buy one esrog. As long as you don't mention a measurement and amount, which again is derechel. He says you shouldn't mention money. Again, the point is, it's not to be there. And again, this is the point. If a person wants to buy something, you can buy it, but it can't, you can't do it. We should be to finish and to know many, many, many more prakim. Bavli, Yerushalmi, Tesefta, Sifra, Sifri, in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh.